Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the podcast Three Sides with me, Aaron McLeod, where we will talk about all things that fall under the umbrellas of high performance, passion, and equality. So I'm really looking forward to today's episode for a lot of reasons, because again, I've gone down the rabbit hole of research when it comes to social constructs. And it's all kind of started when I saw Lori Lindsay, um, who, and for all of you soccer fans out there, and for all of you people that might not be soccer fans, Lori Lindsay used to play with the US national team. She's played in the WPS, the WUSA. Um, she's also become a fantastic commentator for games on the NWSL and Paramount Plus, a lot of international friendlies. But I saw I saw her the other day wearing a t-shirt that said, gender is a social construct, and it got my mind going. So stay tuned for the rest of this episode, but first, a message from our sponsors. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, capital B-L-E-A-V, to get started. And it's not just basketball. Bet Online is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, so as I mentioned before, I started becoming more curious about social constructs. And if you look it up online in the dictionary, the basic definition is an idea that has been created and accepted by the people in a society. Very well mind online says a social construct is something that exists not in objective reality, but as a result of human interaction. It exists because humans basically agree that it exists. For most of the websites that I looked up, they had the same examples or similar examples for what social constructs are. And I never really had thought about it before this. So it was kind of interesting to me to think about it for the first time. Countries was the number one thing that they mentioned. Humans basically have to agree that there is such a thing as a country and agree on what a country is. Things like the flag and the anthem and the government and all these kind of things have all been created by humans. Without this understanding that it exists, there'd be no countries. Similarly, money, same type of thing. Although you can touch money, whether it's coins or paper, but without the agreement from human beings with the value of the coins and the paper bills have, then money wouldn't actually mean anything. So social constructs without humans' agreement don't exist. But then the question is, is everything a social construct? On some of the websites, they said, you know, God, time, years, borders, money, race, gender, marriage, institution, religion, status. 
Social constructs are things that would cease to exist if people stopped believing in them. So why do humans create social constructs? Apparently to make sense of the objective world. In Margaret Atwood's interview that I was listening to the other day, she was speaking about feminism. And for those of you who don't know Margaret Atwood, she's a Canadian author and has an absolutely brilliant mind. Anytime you have a chance to listen to an interview of her, I definitely would check it out. But she talked about how humans are so attached to categorizing everything. And that a lot of these categories and these social constructs can be extremely damaging. So what is and what isn't a social construct? Things in nature, for example, are are not social constructs. They are there. They exist. For example, the ground you stand on, what you and other people agree that it is could be different, but the ground is still the ground. But does anything exist to humans without humans agreeing it exists? Let's say you saw something in nature and there was no name for it or it hadn't been discovered by a human being yet. And if there was nothing to describe what it was, does that mean that it doesn't exist to humans? I mean, I can think of one example that comes to mind that everyone believed that the earth was flat for a long time, literally right up until the Middle Ages and onwards. That's when people started to believe that the earth was round. Although if you look online, there's still a lot of people that believe that the earth is flat. In any case, humans all agreed upon the fact that it was flat, and that wasn't changed until people started traveling around the globe more frequently. But I feel as long as humans have consciousness, social constructs will continue to exist. So I went on to Quora, which I've never gone on before, Q-U-O-R-A, and I'm sure most people go on there all the time. And it was really interesting to just kind of look at what other people had to say about it. I found this interesting quote, humans create social constructs to organize the world. To put it in other words, to make sense of the world around us. We create things that don't exist, and then we make them legitimate by collectively believing in them. So my next mission, naturally, was to start looking at all social constructs and what is real and what isn't real. And I first decided to start looking at sexism, which I will get into when we get back from a few ads. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you are online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V, or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan, plus one additional month for free. Oh yes. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Now, tons of people take multivitamins, especially myself because I'm an athlete, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. 
with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and my favorite, aging. It's also lifestyle friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. So reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Sounds awesome. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash leave. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. And we are back. So as I mentioned, I was first going to start digging into sexism. I was curious how this impacts me personally today, right here and right now. And the growling in the background, as a side note, is, of course, Bo. Now, I'm a woman playing sports, and it's fair to say that I've been underpaid and undervalued my whole career. I've been part of a number of collective bargaining agreements in the past 15 years or so, and I've also researched a lot of CBAs around the world. So it's fair to say that I have somewhat of a good handle of where women soccer players are at in North America and how much we've developed over the last decade. I have become accustomed to fighting for more, and not just in a financial sense, but fighting for more people to just care, to put women's sports on TV, for example, for respect, for even appropriate playing surfaces, or the same respect from our federation, the Canadian Soccer Association, that they have for the men. Now, what I admire about the U.S. national team players, the women's team, I should say, is they wholeheartedly believe that they should be getting paid the same amount as the men. And it's not that I don't believe that. It's just that I have kind of done the slow and steady CBA approach where we're continually fighting for more and it's been a very slow process and they have a more dramatic process where they're literally trying to take a stand for what's right. All in all, I think we're all trying to get to the same end goal, but it made me think about how much I really am affected by society. I was writing a friend the other day in response to a contract offer that I received that was, well, not really great, to be honest. And I remember writing in the email that I deserved more. And writing that was somewhat humiliating. But ultimately, it was true. And it remains true. But maybe I just have gotten in the habit of accepting less. Not because I think it's what's right, but that's just how our culture is. So I looked into sexism and wanted to see what is an accurate picture of where we are right now and when did all of this start? So first, let me quote 
this Dr. Ludmila Prazlova, who is the director of research and professor of organizational psychology at Vanguard University of Southern California, because I think it hits it head on. Bias is a feature of the human mind, and any human has a potential to feel prejudice, have stereotypical beliefs, and engage in discriminatory behavior. I love this quote. Because although it might seem pretty straightforward, I would argue that not everyone chooses or even realizes that they have biases. But sometimes we are aware. I mean, I would argue that I'm working pretty hard to becoming a better and more informed feminist. But the other day I said, wow, she has balls. Like almost on autopilot. And I thought, how many times have I said that? Which, if you think about it, is a very sexist statement insinuating that for her or for anyone to be courageous, they have to have a pair of balls. Now, sexism exists everywhere, and the more I research it, the more I find it everywhere. The arts, for example, which I'm so passionate about, is really, if you look at the history of it, it's all a bunch of white men. Religion, politics, sports, education. I mean, it's not very different in any of these lists. But as we talked about social constructs, for sexism to continue to exist, everyone has to be in on it. That's why it's so tremendously important to question your beliefs, because otherwise the cycle keeps repeating itself. One of my mindfulness mentors told me once, the first step towards change is awareness. So like I said about that quote before, we first have to recognize that we have these biases in the first place. But this cycle is not new. This cycle has been going on for about 12,000 years. If you have a moment, you're going to want to check out this article in thenewscientist.com because this article is quoted in basically every single article that talks about the beginning of sexism. The article is titled, The Origins of Sexism, How Men Came to Rule 12,000 Years Ago. So basically, when humans were hunters and gatherers, men and women would moved to be with either in-laws or neither. This naturally kind of built in a type of egalitarianism. However, according to this article, the roots of sexism can be boiled down to the advent of agriculture and homesteading. It meant that people stopped moving around and started to settle down more often. They now had resources to defend and power shifted to the physically stronger males. As a result, and I quote, father, sons, uncles, and grandfathers began living near one another. Property was passed down the male line and female autonomy was eroded. And as a result, patriarchy emerged. Fast forward to today and 91% of men and 86% of women show at least one clear bias against gender equality in areas such as politics, economics, education, intimate partner violence, and women's reproductive rights, according to a 2020 report by the United Nations Development Program. And disturbingly, almost 50% of people say they think men make better political leaders, while more than 40% feel that men make better business executives. So... I guess that I can't be that hard on myself for struggling to fight for some sort of equality. But as I mentioned near the beginning of the episode, social constructs cease to exist when society decides to no longer believe in them. So this is basically the tip of the iceberg. 
Next episode, I'll go through the waves of feminism and how people in this past century have tried to encourage the masses to unlearn sexism. And once again, I want to give out a huge thank you to Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Three Sides with Erin McLeod. If you are interested in hearing about a certain topic, let me know. You can email me directly at themotivenation1 at gmail.com or my Mindful Project email, erin at themindfulproject.us. Thank you for your presence and for listening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.